0: order. Mr. Troublefield, can you please take the roll?
1: Mr. Cannon? Here. Mr. Cathel? Here. Mr. Collins? Here. Dr. Darmstadter? Here. Dr. Hattier? Mr. Layfield? Here. Mr. Peden? Here. Mrs. Pryor? Here. Dr. Statler? Here. Mrs. Wright? Here.
0: Thank you, ma'am. We have a quorum. A uh, motion to go in Executive
2: Session? So, so moved. moved. Second.
0: Motion made and seconded. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Now in Executive Session, thank you. O two with the Pledge of Allegiance. Would you please stand? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States
3: of
4: America, and to the Republic, for which it stands, one
0: nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You may be seated. Do I have a motion for the approval of the agenda for January 25th, the approval for the regular meeting minutes for December the 21st, and the approval for the executive session minutes? December the twenty-first.
2: So moved. Second motion
0: made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Now we come to the time of the meeting for public comment. there's no one signed up for public comment? Is there anyone who would like to speak this evening? Hearing or seeing none. New business, 5.01, school choice applications. Good evening, Mr. Lewis
5: board docs tonight you will see a total of three school choice applications uh, we're asking that they be accepted as presented uh, they are priority number one as returning students
0: motion to
6: approve
5: second
0: motion made second any further discussion all in favor say aye. aye aye those opposed motion passed by unanimous vote thank you thank you mr lewis 5.02 uniforms indian river high school football
3: Mr. Layfield, I would like to add that these came in after our uh, normal process of vetting these through our finance committee. Uh, They came in late because Riddell offered us uh, a substantial uh, deal on these particular uniforms, and I have reviewed the, uh, the uniforms for color compliance and the design, and they are in compliance. And if the board so wishes, I would, uh, asked for them to be approved tonight based on that discount. We do apologize that we weren't able to initially go through the finance committee. We did share this with the, the committee after the fact.
0: We discussed a little bit of this at the last board meeting on Zoom. Any further discussion about the uniforms? Is there a motion to accept? Motion. Second. Motion made. Second. Second. Any further discussion? <clears throat> All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? passes by unanimous vote. 5.03, warm-ups for Indian River High School basketball.
3: These were reviewed at our uh, Finance Committee meeting. I see no issues with the, the warm-ups. They are in compliance with our policy.
0: Any further discussion? Mm-hmm. Is there a motion to approve the, uniform or so the warm-ups moved. for basketball? Motion made. Is there a second? Second. All in favor say aye. aye aye Aye. those opposed passes by unanimous vote 5.04 warm-up uniforms for indian
3: river high school wrestling again these are in compliance with the policy they were reviewed at the committee
0: any further discussion is there a motion to accept so So motion made and seconded all those in favor say aye. aye 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 those opposed Passed by unanimous vote, 5.05, yes, warm-up the, uniforms for swimming.
3: Yes, the last uniform as well uh, is in compliance and was reviewed at the committee meeting.
0: Any further discussion on the swimming warm-ups? Is there a motion to accept? Seven. So motion so moved. made and seconded. All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote, thank you. Old Business, 6.01, major capital planning. Yes,
3: Mr. Mr. Layfield, thank you. Um, We have been busy with the uh, major capital for Sussex Central and Howard TNS. I'll start with Sussex Central. We are uh, wrapping up our programming phase with the architects. Meetings will continue this Wednesday and afterward a proposed meeting to discuss discuss sketch designs and a broad diversity of design ideas prior to the uh, initial design layout. There is a scheduled visit to William Penn High School, as well as Bayard Stadium this Friday. So myself, uh, Steve DiGirolamo from the district office, as well as members of the Sussex Central Team, will be visiting Howard T- uh, William Penn to review their, um, their structure and to get some ideas. We did have a trip to Odessa High School and Dover High School. And I want to um, thank Apiquitimic School District and the Capital School District for allowing us to visit uh, a week ago and uh, we got some some really nice ideas there and some some thoughts on how we may be able to implement some of the things they're doing at those two high schools with our new design. I would like to add that uh, I thank Mr. Layfield and Dr. Statler for uh, agreeing to be a part of our design committee. Uh, We'll have an upcoming meeting here uh, within the next few weeks to update the board members and subsequently update the entire board on a monthly basis, I believe beginning in February.
0: Your trip to William Penn and Epsimio Field is this Friday? That's correct. Okay. Any questions with the capital, major capital planning? Hearing none, thank you, Dr. Owens. 6.02, Howard Teanis.
3: The construction of the new Howard Teanis School has been uh, difficult here as of late with some of the weather. However, uh, dewatering for pond construction and road construction are ongoing. R.Y. Johnson & Sons still reports That substantial completion date is still slated for May 2022. As you'll see, when you go by, they are making some progress there. And uh, we're looking forward to that structure beginning to take shape.
0: You said the completion of the project was May 2022.
3: That's correct. Substantial completion. There still will be likely some punch list items, but that's the hope.
0: Okay, we've got that on our calendar. (laughs) Anything further Howard Tiana sir? No sir. 6.03 D.W. Carver consent update.
3: Dr. Brittingham.
7: Good evening, just a few quick updates on um, the Indian River School District Equity Steering Committee. We held our third meeting on January 19, 2021. We're going to continue to meet the third Tuesday of every month for the duration of the school year and we hope to have a summer workshop as well so be looking for our shared vision and mission statement we're getting ready to finalize that as we head into our next month's meeting Um, starting at the end of february 2021 we'll have another round of progress update meetings for the former carver academy students Um, iep teams will meet to review mid-year progress and then our next community advisory board meeting is on march 18th from seven to nine we were hoping to hold it in person but at this point we're going to stick via zoom for one more month hoping our last meeting will be in person. Any questions? Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Dr.
8: Brittingham.
0: Committee reports, 7.01, Building and Grounds. Dr. Hadtier?
8: Thank you, uh, Mr. President. Um, under Sussex Central High School, they're still collecting some stuff on instructional needs. This is in addition to what Dr. Owens had said. There's a lot of public mot- notices that are taking place. It's all in the very detailed uh, committee meeting notes. Thank you for that. Our TNS, as we noted, was weather-related. Uh, our support center's doing well. School paving reports are in now. We know we have a, a northern and southern amount. We're waiting at this point uh, for some more funding with Ruth Briggs King and the offices. Once we get the money, uh, we will proceed with the, uh, the paving, and that'll probably be late spring uh, for weather purposes, if nothing else, okay? Chiller <coughs> replacement. Uh, It's now in the bid solicitation directory. We had hired a professional outfit to tell us exactly what we needed, and I think that was money well spent. Okay, Armory Road property. Joe? Have they done the asbestos abatement now? I know it was scheduled.
5: Uh, Thank you, good evening.
8: Yes, they finished it today. Okay. And what
5: we'll have is an inspection tomorrow by Sussex Environmental Services. Uh, they'll give the go-ahead and then demolition can take place.
8: Okay, good. So moving along. Um, IRH, IRHS natural gas conversion. Um, Joe did a real nice uh, financial method of coming up with the money. Tammy Smith said that it would probably work. So we're waiting now uh, for checking costs and determining some more funding figures, but I think at some point IR uh, will be converted to natural gas. I think it's the right thing to do. Uh, Playground, doc- go ahead.
5: Doctor me, Dr. Hattier, uh, they will be at the next buildings and grounds meeting to explain further that will be the ESCO folks yes as well as Chesapeake okay so that we can nail that down and be ready for a decision by the board at the February meeting
8: excellent okay playground survey this started a couple months ago Miss um, Liaga brought up that a lot of things had not been done on the playgrounds which is true we've had other things uh, Joe prepared a nice list which was taken even further by uh, Mrs. Blannard and Steve DiGirolamo. So I'm gonna let Ms. Karen take care of that side of it.
1: Thank you, Dr. Hattier. So um, we did do a thorough assessment of our playgrounds.
8: Very thorough.
1: Back in 2017, we had a report provided by Guardian around safety. And um, at that time, we did remove several pieces of equipment that reflected safety issues on our playgrounds. But since then, we haven't really looked at replenishment items. So we did a thorough inventory at each school site. We met with each principal to talk about some of their needs. And we came up with a budgetary amount per school based on vendor estimates and quotes. And then we also looked at the cost of full playground replacement to do kind of a side by side comparison. So our next step is to bring this back to the committee in February to look at fiscal sources for future consideration.
8: Yeah, that's going to be discussed at the next Buildings and Grounds and Finance Committee. Uh, The report that was generated actually inventories every piece of equipment that we have, as well as their approximate ages. We were told some playground equipment could last, call it, 7 to 10 years. We have equipment that's running significantly older than that, has been excellently maintained over the years, but it is time to take a look at it. So thank you for everybody involved in that. Nice job. Um, GMS Grandstand press box on this one I'm a bit behind Mr. Booth
5: uh, you're not behind we'll have a presentation
8: at the next committee meeting we have
5: a couple of um, suggestions uh, of which way to go it has been inspected um, but we'll, we'll consider that at the next meeting
8: great and then Fernclin Daniel Howard Tienis report summary there's a, an attachment in your notes the talk has been what are we doing with Howard TNS building once the other building becomes available. Um, we know that that building is not quite suitable for elementary students, would have to go through a major conversion, um, but due to the level of conversion involved, we're talking about on our committees of getting somebody like a, a professional outfit to tell us exactly what we do need and how much it would cost, and I think that's a better approach than us simply acting out on our own. We did this with the chiller, it was money well spent, we need to do it with this too. Everybody wants to keep the building, but the cost of converting can be a bit pricey.
5: Correct, uh, if I can elaborate. Absolutely. Uh, if we do hire somebody, it will be hiring an architect, and we'll have to go through my marketplace uh, to hire an architect to specifically look at Howard T. Ennis and give them the uh, what we're asking of them uh, and go through that process uh, to determination to find out How much uh, it will be to repair the building up the standard um, for its future use.
8: Exactly. And we have a little bit of time to do this, so um, starting early is the best thing to do now. Okay.
0: Dr. Hattier? Sir. I could. I know I didn't attend that meeting, but maybe there's a question that's out there in regards to the pool. If we were to move students out of Howard Tiennes and repurpose that building, we would no longer use that pool as a therapeutic pool, but we could use it as a pool for our swim teams. And I, I for one, will find great value in that. So when we go to discuss that with the architectures in the future, I think the main purpose of that school should be turning that from a therapeutic pool more into a competitive swim pool. And I think in that transition or change, I think that's gonna make that building a little bit more
5: user friendly. That, that can
8: be part of the scope. Right, okay. thank yes. you. And a lot of it, if we didn't do too much therapy in there and move the therapy to another location, I think the building itself would actually uh, be better served because of the high humidity from the high heat that we have. So that's been discussed several times, and it, it is on the, on the list of things we're looking at. Thank you. I so, just want to call it Thank publicly. So
7: are we going to look at that as a form of a motion to get a – are we doing that? are we doing that tonight as a form of a motion to put it in place no today? just
8: get just this is just information tonight well do we need for the to-
7: architect
5: well yes if you want to advertise uh, for architects you get a request for qualifications and then you interview architects like we did for uh, and make a uh, make a recommendation to the full board uh, when it goes through to my marketplace um, It's totally up to the board. Uh, There will be a procedure to go through my marketplace.
8: With that in mind, we should make a motion to for what uh, Mr. Booth said. So I make a motion that we we post for an architect um, and we get the process started.
0: So we have a motion. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion?
7: I do one discussion on that while we're doing it, though. We we, want to make sure when we put it out there, that and I guess Karen will work with the rest of you will work on it as well that is it's explicit enough to know that we we want it from this end to that end with everything in between it as to what we can use and what the cost would be right
0: yes yes so that clarity we got a motion and a second any further discussion all those in favor
8: moving forward say aye aye aye, aye. those opposed unanimous though under new business, we discussed the building inspection reports, and I'm um, pleased to note that things are moving along right nicely there. Mr. Booth and his crew are taking good care of uh, what needs to be taken care of. Some things related to rain we're working on, but in general, we're doing a good job, and I like the way our buildings look. Thank you. Thank you. Next meeting is February the 8th. Um, we start at, at uh, 6 o'clock. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Hallier, Booth.
0: 7.02, comprehensive school safety. Nothing to report.
8: Back to you, finance, Dr. Howtier. OK, a couple things have already been done. The uniforms we talked about. Um, Longneck Elementary is receiving donations for their new playground. Grace United Methodist donated $3,500, and the Longneck Sunrise Rotary donated 5000 In the past, a lot of our playgrounds have been paid for by PTAs, PTOs. Um, and that's one of the purposes of the report we've done with Playgrounds is to try to make it a little bit more uh, coherent from our perspective to get it done on a better timely basis rather than waiting for the donations. Even though these two uh, outfits have been very, very generous and we appreciate that. I think Longneck has raised, what, about 70000 plus or minus? That's a serious chunk of change. Okay. Um, the FYI give back plan, I think, is going to be talked about a little bit later. Correct? And Ms. Tammy will do that. We reviewed the financial reports, um, and there's a lot of other little reports that will be discussed under finances by Mrs. Smith. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Doc. 7.04, curriculum. Dr. Statler.
6: Thank you. We met on January the 11th. Um, Highlights of the last meeting included, uh, first we had a discussion about our elementary summer programming. The Department of Instruction has started the planning process for summer learning opportunities for students uh, kindergarten, first, second, and third grade. Each school will analyze student data to determine uh, which of those students to invite into the summer program. The focus of this program will be uh, really on reading and math, um, whole group and small group instruction. And we are set to begin this in early July and planning to end in mid August. Students will attend Monday through Thursday and it'll be half days in the morning each day. Um, certainly will follow all safety protocols and transportation will be provided to these students academic challenge another topic we discussed um, they're operating slightly different this school year normally students would have um, have the opportunity to take the psat for eighth and ninth grade but due to our covid restrictions um, things are a little bit different so we're working in collaboration uh, with delaware tech Um, looking at uh, their criteria, their eligibility criteria as an alternative um, for students to be able to qualify for the program. And also um, the Delaware Interim Assessment Block will be a part of helping to determine that eligibility for students. So students and families of these potential uh, participants in the program should consult with their principal for more details if they're interested. And then special education uh, recovery service meetings are almost completed. So thank you to Judy and her team for all the work they're doing around that. Um, These are focused at this point on OT, PT, speech and counseling. Those are the last few things we have to conclude. Um, They are being offered after school on Saturdays. At other times, they've been incredibly creative about making sure that they're meeting the needs of students in times that are convenient for the families. Um, And then the Carver Academy, just an update uh, to expand a little bit on what Dr. Brittingham had said. Um, They are, uh, we have about 20 of 21 students currently that are attending regularly in the satellite program. Um, So we're really happy with the progress that we've made that's been very successful. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Dr. Stadler. DSBA Board of Directors.
7: Yes, we just have one, and I think it might tag along with a legislative, but I got it on uh, an email. It is the uh, reintroduction of Senate Bill 19. It came out last year, but they're looking to act on it this year. And this bill seeks to make homeschooled students eligible for speech and audiology services. Hmm. Um, it's up in the air because it's a non-funded program that they want the schools to pick up. So there'll be quite a bit of debate on that. I'm quite sure.
0: That's it. Further discussion on that? Thank you. Um uh, SBA legislative. Stop.
8: I don't think we've had a meeting. Okay. Seven, i count on Mrs. Troublefield to let me know these things. Thank you.
0: 7.07 Mary Bailey scholarship no activity nothing to report Thanks, sir special education task force
6: no update nothing for
0: policy chief
2: good evening um, you will see tonight that we have several policies coming up for a first reading being um, care of school property by students foster care and disabilities in the workplace you will also see that our fan favorite um, school choice is back up. Um, we are asking for a for a one-year modification to this policy, and the reason being that we know what our school capacity normally is. Um, with this year, with the, the COVID issues, our enrollment is significantly lower, um, especially with kindergarten and, and first grade. We've had a lot of students that have withdrawn to do homeschool or private schooling. Uh, What we're afraid of with next year is with COVID hopefully being under control or a lot less of a factor than it is now, that if we take in a large number of school choice students now, when our normal enrollment, our normal students come back, it'll put us well beyond our, our normal capacity. So in that, I'm asking, making a motion that we, for the school year 2022 only, capacity for the purposes of school choice, as defined under um, 14 Delaware Code Section 405D, be 85% of school capacity uh, pursuant, to this pos- pursuant to this policy, given to projective enrollment issues associated with COVID-19. So this is a one year moving it back to 85%. And then once 20- school year 2022 is over, we would go back to our normal 95.
0: He's made the motion. Is there any further discussion on that, Dr. Owens, is This is in compliance with the direction we'd like to go as a district.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with this. We we did uh, we are down this year um, due to several factors we've discussed in the past. So uh, I, I agree with this, and the 85 is in compliance with what the state would allow us to uh, move to for school choice.
0: Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Who's aye. opposed? Passes by unanimous uh, vote.
2: You'll see there is a, another policy up. Um, school, school prayer at regular board meetings. We are going to table it for this month and bring it back next month uh, just to give us time to get a little bit more information out uh, to all the board members. OK. And that is all.
0: Thanks, Chief. 710, IREA rep.
2: They are?
0: Good evening, sir.
4: Uh, first, I want, I want to thank Jay, Karen, and the staff down at IREC um, for all the open dialogue. The uh, actual COVID plan of keeping the schools open and the realization that the students and staff safety are on the top of the priority list seem to be uh, sinking into everybody. Um, yeah, I, I think that everyone kind of knows what the plan is and, you know, that, that we're, we're doing everything that we can do as a district to have a quality education and keep everybody safe. Um, the weekly updates from the district are definitely helping with the transparency that, uh, that, that people have been asking for. So keeping that data flowing, I think is a definite bonus. Um, also want to thank Karen, um, Ms. Blanard uh, for the continued support about sending out the COVID data uh, being so readily available to help address individual buildings and concerns um, shows that the district is placing the employees concerns as a top priority. Uh, we had specific issues this week where I could pick the phone up and um, Ms. Planner called me back right away or answered immediately. Um, I also want to thank the, uh, there's some principals that have reached out also. I think that this shows, um, that the IREA and, uh, the IREX staff the teamwork that we have developed is now filtering down to the buildings and the the building principals are you know reaching out and not afraid to call and try to solve issues rather than having them elevated to the district level so i think that's just um, something to be commended Uh, i sat in on a sussex county president's meeting and um, relayed this information and the other district presidents are asking you know how how do we do this how do we develop this with our you know with our district so i think that um it's something that we're modeling for everybody else the teamwork that we're putting forth um, hopefully you know and know this is a good lead-in but i i hope this continues with our contract negotiations also because i think that we can work on that together also um, one last thing i didn't know if there was a plan for remediation there's going to be obvious gaps in learning from this year to next and i'm sure that people are talking about the remediation stuff for next year um, i'm concerned that if we wait until next school year and utilize the same formats that the schools have now where kids or students are falling behind and then they put them in a you know help class or whatever you know during a pride time or whatever it is that that's not going to be enough because that's the stuff that's used for this year you know like during the current year so we're going to be looking at remediation and the gaps from last year once we get into the uh, next school year so i didn't know if the we should be talking something about summer school whether it's either an option for credit recovery or remediation, or if we give that option out to families and get people in here in the summer, I don't know, but I know with the workload that it that's happening this school year, it's going to be tough to have that and still, you know, have it be a quality thing. So I'm sure that the remediation plan is going to be talked about, but my suggestion might be to start looking into summer school for some of the students. Thanks. Dr. Owens, would you
3: like to respond? Thank you, JR. Uh, we do appreciate that and I, I agree. Uh, the relationship that we have with IREA right now is, is extremely positive and, and absolutely needed in, this, in a tough time. Um, it's good in a normal school year, but it's absolutely imperative for us to make progress this year. So thank you, JR, I uh, appreciate that. To respond to the uh, remediation plan, uh it's it's timely your your statement we did uh we've talked at length about that over the last couple weeks but we uh, talked a little bit more about it uh today and how to utilize some of uh, our funding in order to do just that develop some uh, extensive summer school programming that can uh, recover some of these services remediate and give a head start into next year so in the next uh, few weeks certainly at our next uh, curriculum committee will be uh, beginning to, to tackle what that summer school plan will look like.
0: Thank you. Thank you, JR. Uh, Superintendent's report.
3: Thank you, Mr. Layfield. Um, my complete list of activities here over the last month is, uh, is in board docs, but I would like to highlight a couple things. Um, specifically, uh, Last week and the week before last, I was able to get around to most of our schools, not all. But I do want to just highlight some things. It's, it's unbelievable, and I've said this before, but the things that our teachers are able to accomplish uh, across the board, pre-K, elementary, middle, and high school, what they're able to accomplish to connect with our students is remarkable. And uh, it's exciting for me to get into the classrooms to see the work that they're doing. So I just want to acknowledge that again. Uh, I, I was able to talk to several nurses. They're busy. This is uh, a, a crazy time, and and they have to sometimes drop what they're doing to to handle situations in the school. But each time I walked into their their nurses' office, I'm met with a smile. Um, they're they're uh, they're upbeat. They're ready for to tackle what's next. Secretaries, um, our secretaries. Sometimes we can forget how many phone calls they're receiving over the course of a day when they're getting calls from the school with COVID situations, potentially uh, the ongoing changes, curriculum, attendance, and otherwise transportation, especially they've done an amazing job. So I, I want to acknowledge them. And then um, finally our principals who are with us here tonight, I I do want to commend their leadership here thus far, as we've transitioned over the course of the school year, their leadership, uh, within their schools has been um really helpful in, in ensuring that we continue to progress so uh it, it's it's inspiring to be able to get into those those buildings here weekly next i, I do want to provide an update we uh we received word from department of ed in consult with dph the vaccination plan is is being rolled out they do have a specific plan to utilize some schools our schools may be utilized as well uh, i talked to a member of doe yesterday, and uh, she commended us for the tremendous response rate we had on the survey of those who would or would not uh, consider the vaccination. But uh, we did have a a good response rate. She was pleased with that. And they are going to look at our schools as a possible vaccination site on the weekends or in the evenings. And uh, finally, winter sports have started. Uh, We have had some hiccups uh, adjusting to COVID and quarantines uh however we are competing and the student athletes are very successful and uh, they seem to be quite pleased that they're able to get on the courts and mats and otherwise and that concludes my report
0: is there anything you'd like to discuss about open up the schools a little bit more we're getting asked that in the public a lot about if we're able to open it up i know there's different policies and procedures that are out there but as we're moving forward with vaccination and we're starting the second half of the school year Is there any direction or any response we can give to the public about opening up in our schools
1: a little bit more?
3: Yeah, I I think that we would all love to see more students in our classrooms and to be able to open up full time. Uh, The hurdles that we're up against right now are the uh, three to six foot social distancing. So each of our classrooms, we need to maintain at least that three feet. We're trying to maintain six feet when we can. So to that, that substantially spreads out our classrooms and limits the amount of students we can have in those classrooms we have for uh, parents that are electing to uh, return to in-person they have been contacting the schools and we're uh, prioritizing when they can get back in Uh, the other hurdle that we have as big if not bigger is transportation our buses are based on the criteria that we have to adhere to can only hold 23 students so with that we're doing multiple runs and uh, trying to uh, maintain those buses as best we can uh, with uh, limited bus drivers and certainly limited space with the 23 on a bus. So uh, until those uh, those criteria are, are lifted, uh, I don't see us being able to open up any further at this point.
0: Thanks, sir. Uh, financial reports, ma'am. Good evening. Motion to accept the regular invoices for the month of December. So moved. Motion made to second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. 9.02, ma'am.
1: Yes, in board docs you have the four monthly uh, financial reports. So they are as of December 31st, 2020. We were 50% of the way through the fiscal year. We've received 92% of total budgeted revenue, spent 42% of total budgeted expenses received 91% of discretionary revenue and spent 52% of discretionary expenses. Howard Tiennis has spent 50% of their budget and we've received 98% of budgeted local tax revenue. Part two, we received approximately $71,700 in interest in November. The ILC programs have spent 55% of their budgets. Student activity funding balance is approximately 583,000. For CARES Act funding through December 31st, we'd received 2.3 million with 7,000 encumbered, 678,000 spent and 1.6 million remaining. The balance of the funds, which got us to a total of 2.8 million were received in January. And we've preliminarily been notified by DOE that the round two of the CARES funding um, will be approximately $13 million. We're still waiting on information on all of the specific uses for that. We have $9.2 million in federal funds available and we're holding almost 1.1 million in donations and student funds and internal accounts. There were no major cap payments in December. Minor cap, we've spent approximately 3.3 million and have about 1.7 million left. The next item on the agenda is the financial position report. That's the quarterly report we're required to send to DOE Um, You have that in front of you on board docs as well. Um, I took a pretty conservative estimate again on um, anticipated revenues um, for the rest of the year, just given the climate. Um, And that gives us a projected balance of 12.2 million at June 30. So I would need approval for that um, and signature by the superintendent and board president.
0: Any questions with the financial position report? Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made, is there a second? Second. Motion made, second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. Uh, 9.06, final grade give back plan?
1: Correct. Um, This is the FY 2021 um, budget reduction plan that we submit every year. Typically, it's around September, um, but with the delays in unit count and everything, It um, is due at the end of this month, Um, so we are required to give back just over $2 million collectively between Indian River and Howard T. Ennis. So this is the plan um, for the give back. And I would need board approval on that as well.
0: Can we talk a little bit more about the give back plan? This was a procedure that was put in place by the governor a couple years ago. Am I correct?
1: Correct. So, um, I don't have all of the history on it, um, but we are. They calculate the reduction plan. It is actually slightly lower than last year's, um, very slightly. But um, and then between positions and funding, um, we determine what we can give back in a given year. To accomplish that reduction.
0: Any other questions about the give back plan? Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion about the give back land? All in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Hearing none, pass by unanimous vote. Thank Thank you. you. Moving on to 10.01. Personnel agenda for January 25th. Is there a motion to accept personnel agenda? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. Uh, 10.02 personnel addendum for January 25th. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Somebody want to correct me. I don't think there was a contractual agenda. You were provided, was it? No. There was not a contractual agenda that was provided going the board. Nope, there's not, so there's not going to be a 10.03. Mm-hmm. No, there's no. not. Yet. Nope. There's a uh, come to the time of the meeting for a public comment at the conclusion of the meeting. Is there anything? Anybody for public comment? Before we close, I did receive a letter this evening, a thank you letter, from the last board meeting that we had where we honored uh, retired board members, Charles Byerly, Jimmy Hudson, and uh, Jim. So the three of them sent a thank you letter to the board for being honored. So, Jim Fritz, so very, very good and want to read that out loud. Anything further coming forward to board this evening? Hearing
7: none, meeting adjourned.